Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody. It's Russ. Welcome to my Hammers 11. And today we're joined by a member of the, uh, the famous 1999 FA Youth Cup winning side. Um, yeah, side which had some, some, obviously, Carrick, Cole, Adam Newton, and this man as well, who scored three of the nine goals that uh, the team beat Coventry on aggregate across the two legs. I think it was 6-0 at Upton Park, if I remember quite correctly, uh, where all the players, all the fans were around the side. It was mental. Uh, it's Bertie Braley. Hi, Bertie. How are you? How are you doing? You okay? Very well, thank you. How, how are you keeping this uh, lockdown world we live in at the moment? Yeah, I'm spending lots of quality time with the family, so I can't grumble. Uh, we're doing nice stuff today. So. Oh, uh, as you can hear the dog in the background, I might get him in one second. Yeah, Bronson, come here. Come here. I'll just get him in. Yeah, get him in. Get him in. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. That's the thing. You walk with a dog, you can obviously walk them about and you get a bit more, a bit more legitimate exercise, isn't it then? You can't have no alone time in my family. It's always one person that will pop up. Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm stuck in my, in, my, in my daughter's bedroom with the door shut because then they know that it's, it's, uh, I'm doing some recording. So, uh, but Lovely. anyway, thanks for joining, Bertie. I know you're really busy. I don't want to take you away from your family too long. Okay. Um, so the, the idea of this is we're interviewing loads of people over the, over the world, different ages, all West Ham fans, finding out about their Hammers 11 um, and also a bit more about their experiences and their memories and stuff like that. So sort of, you know, record for prosperity as well. So um, I, I'll start with an obvious question. I'm sure I know the answer straight away. But if I said to you, Bertie, what was your greatest West Ham memory? What would it be? It's probably scoring the opening goal at the Bobby Moore end in the uh, 6-0 win in the FA Youth Cup, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I can't actually remember it because of the adrenaline, but... You know, I, I sort of, looking back, I, I, I do remember, you know, everywhere was packed out. Stadium was full, but they was, they was opening up the East Stand because there were so many people there. Um, so they was coming down the byline as Michael Carrick yeah, crossed the ball with Adam Newton. And he's nodded it back in and I've scored and sort of the, the rest, I can't remember, I just got dragged to the floor. Yeah. So but that, that was brilliant. You, 
I, I couldn't have dreamed scoring at a Bobby Moore end in front of a pack Bobby Moore. It was great. Yeah, and and was it was it last season they they sort of got all you guys back together, wasn't it? At the uh, the training ground, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we went to the training ground and um, we all met. Um, a couple of lads couldn't be there. A couple of lads like obviously Richard Garcia and, and Michael Franhe are in Australia. Joe Cole was canoeing across the channel, the charity. Um, but Michael Carrick and all the other boys were there. Um, it was lovely to see them. And, and we ended up organising another game. Oh, lovely. And that was Which like, I mean... And obviously the famous, the famous Tony Carr was, was the manager as well. So good to get t- Tony yeah, involved lovely. as well. Yeah, it was lovely. We had him all back. We had Jimmy Ampson, Tyndall. You know, it was nice. Everybody came. Um, Peter Braybrook's son, Wayne, came. Um, it was just lovely to see everyone. Chris Kirtland didn't turn up, did he? That's about to say. He wasn't he in goal for Coventry. <laughs> I don't think he'd have come to that one. <laughs> cool, brilliant. Well, I, I, to be honest, I don't think, as you said, like uh, for, for for a young lad doing that in front of the Bobby Moore, you know, stand. I don't think I think everyone would have dreamt to be in your position. Uh, and as you said, I remember like they had to keep opening more stands. You know, you said the East Stand, and they were so close to that, that touch line. And um, I remember yeah, the. I mean, uh, Yes, yeah, mental, mental. I don't think they assumed so many were going to turn up at the end. So, obviously, but uh, what a great memory to have. And as I said, you know, it's not lovely that they're sort of they're keeping everyone in touch as well. It's lovely, um, and they should do because I mean, you know, after since, since then, I've really won much. It's, it's twenty years ago, isn't it? It's twenty years ago. I mean, it just flashes by. It, it feels like yesterday for me, but to look back and to go, wow, that was twenty years ago. <laughs> you think to yourself, well, where's that gone? crazy absolutely crazy right okay well uh, that, that's probably the best memory I've, i think i've ever heard heard so far um so i allow that one that's a good one um so in terms of the hammers 11 quite a simple idea um it's a 4-4-2 formation although i have been lenient of positions and people can move people around but we'll try and keep it 4-4-2 um and the idea being is um the type of people you you include are guys that you you've basically been alive to watch. So obviously, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. said your West Ham eleven, it will have Bobby Moore and it will have Trevor Brookin and Jeff Hurst. But I wasn't around to see those players, so I could yeah. put in instead. I don't know. Um, I could put in Roger Johnson, Gary Breen. Yeah, people you've seen them have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the idea. And so it should be fun. It should be fun. So um, um, it was in the old um, South Bank, and I think Paris scored, and McAvenny scored. I think it was against Luton, and it was the old BAC kit um, with the stripes around the um, arms. Yeah. I remember just, it was all standing then. I remember standing and looking out thinking, wow, you know, it was amazing. And I remember, I remember seeing Paris because he, he was big and powerful. Mm. And, you know, that, that was my first memory of going to West Ham in 91. Wow. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I think I was, I was 92, so I was the year after. But yeah, I think everyone has these sort of memories and cherishes games and maybe not necessarily the games that, uh, and the players as well, that everyone cherishes. So, you know, I was a big John Moncur fan. Um, I haven't, he hasn't, he hasn't cropped up in any Hammers 11s at the moment, but you never know. Um, and so, what's that, sorry? He was both footed, he was decent. Yeah, he was. He was, and he could put a tackle in. And you knew he was going to take yeah. the first yellow card for the fan, you know, for the team. Yeah. I remember him getting subbed on, and, he, and every, straight away, yellow card. Yeah, he knew it. Um, I, I, remember, I remember being sixteen, and 
I, I got invited into train with the first team, and um, obviously John John was on the opposite side, and I've I, I just scored. I scored quite a good goal. Someone crossed it in, and I flicked it to the outside of my foot on the volley in the top corner. And he went, "Oi, did you mean that skinhead?" <laughs> and I didn't know what to say to him, sort of thing. And then uh, we ended up having a challenge, and I dug into his ribs, <laughs> and he weren't too happy. To be fair, <laughs> love it. Love it. Right, let's crack on because I think this is going to be a good one. Um, to tell all the viewers, Bertie has notes and bullet points. So he's thought about this. So I think it's going to be a good one. Right, let's start with, um, with Between the Sticks in goal. Okay. <laughs> so it's all those headers over, over your, your career playing for like Chelmsford and Margate and Swindon and stuff. That's what it is. So you've got to write it down. I appreciate that. Right, so who are we going to go for in goal, Bertie? There's only one choice. Ludet and Klosko. Um, you know, beast of a man. Um, played so many games for West Ham. I think it's three hundred and odd, um, which is that's that's brilliant. Um, I ended up going to QPR as well, and he was he was a first team goalkeeper coach, stroke player there. Um, just a lovely guy, and, and my memories of him, he, he, he was fearless in goal. Um, he could knife kick a ball. The odd time, you know, <laughs> the odd time he'd kick it off the pitch. But if he kicks it right, he's, he's reaching the other, the other end's goalkeeper. You know, he had, he had good power. So, but no, absolutely fearless in goal. Stick yourself in front of anything, but a lovely man as well. Good good shout. I mean, there's no, no one's going to disagree with that one, Bertie. Right, we'll put Ludo in. Ludo's in goal. Right, who are we going to go with uh, for, for left-back? So, left-back, I've gone for Dixie. Um, I used to do Dixie's boots as an apprentice. Oh, wow. Um, I, I was lucky enough to sort of catch him on his last stint at West Ham um, and train with him a couple of times also. So I didn't just get the honour of washing his boots. It was sort of, you know, I got to rub shoulders with him. So I, I remember being in a keep ball session with him. His left foot was so good, but he would put the ball where he would want me to go. He'd move me in. So my next decision was easy. So he'd pass the ball into the space instead of to my feet. And, and it would make me move. And then that made my next pass easy. He was fantastic, but and obviously a no nonsense tackler and and great at penalties. And I mean that bit of insight is something that probably no one has said in terms of the way where Julian would pass. He would pass it to make your first decision easier, because obviously we see the man, we see the tackler, we see the thirty-five yard thunderbolts into the top corner. That type of stuff is yeah. really really interesting to know. Oh no, intelligent footballer intelligent footballer and um, to, to make someone physically move without me deciding I wanted to move there, you know, that, that shows you how good. So That's a good shout. Right, who's going to go on the right back then? So right back's going to be Glenn Johnson. Um, I know he didn't play too many games. Um, I don't know how many he played, probably 20, 30, I don't know. Um, but my recollection of Glenn Johnson was... You know, I obviously see him when he did make his debut as well. But he, he was just... He, he came on the bench in one of our youth, uh, youth cup games. He was only about 15. And um, I remember him walking into, this, into our changing room and he just had this aura about him. And I, I looked at him and I thought, that kid's going to be something. Like, you just know. Yeah. You know, he'd come in, tremendous athlete. You know, he, he was a shy lad. And, and, and our, our dressing room you know, picked up on that. So it wasn't easy to walk into. But um, no, you, 
you just knew that he was going to be something special. Yeah, and 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 the career he went on to have as well. So. And he was going to get sold on to you know where wherever he went, like Chelsea or whatever. And you know it's heartbreaking, and um, to sell your best players, but you know that that was the sort of club he was at that moment. And it's it's one of those it's one of those periods that a lot of people have referred to when we've been doing these interviews as sort of that was the golden era like that that sort of era and 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 what could have been so obviously finished fifth that year or when we had all those players what could have been another year that 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 that, that was Glenn Glenn was only a, a kiddie then so he, he was still in the sort of schoolboy stroke he could be, he was fifteen when he came into the youth cup side. Mm. But that year we won the cup. I think that's the year we finished fifth. But that's the year he was talking about. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and such a well. If you read through, yeah, people were reading through. Obviously, the you know you had the Lampards and the Carricks and the Joes, and you had Rios and you had Johnsons and David James in goal and Jermaine. Yeah, it, you would have actually had probably three quarters of the England squad um, playing for West Ham at the you know ideally at the same time. But obviously, you said at that time. You know what we could do to reinvest those players. Um, you know, in terms of you know we before Joe, you had Berkovich, and then they had to sell Berkovich because Harry wouldn't be able to fit Berkovich and Joe Cole into the same team. And you know, so it's a sliding doors moment. But um, at least we've got the memories of those players to to keep. So oh, I like that. I like Je- you know, put Johnson on the right. I like that Dixon left Johnson on the right. Who we got in the centres then, Bertie? Centre backs. The first one would be Rio Ferdinand. Which is obvious. I'd, I'd go to say, you know, he's the most skillful defender, you know, West Ham and probably England's ever seen. Um, so there's no denying him a spot there. Um, he, he, he was just, you know, a tremendous athlete, a nice lad. Um, I remember watching him, sort of, I trained with him a few times. And I remember watching him when I didn't train with him. And it would be a keep ball situation again, going back to keep balls, because you see players in possession and, and how they deal with the pressure, being closed down, etc. He never used to give it away. You know, it, it was fun for him. Like, someone would close him down at two mile now, and he would just pick someone off. And he'd stand off him, he'd make you come. And, you know, it, it was tremendous. And, you know, to see someone silky and, and be a great defender too, mm. because he didn't like to let no one past him, and he read the game well. But, I mean, you've only got to look at his career and sort of where it went. Um, you just knew that he was going to be a superstar. So, yeah, so Rio Ferdinand. And I, and I, and I agree your, your sentiment. I've said it many times about that. Um, you know, West Ham and England have not had a classier centre-back since Rio. That's for sure. That's for sure. Some of the things we've done, I mean, he started out as a centre-forward. That's yeah. probably where he got his silkiness from, you know. Mm. Um, to, to have the, you know, to have the defensive side of the game he had but then if he was running forward if someone was closing down he had the trick to beat him it looks lovely on the pitch yeah definitely okay so who we got partnering Rio in the centres then Bertie we've got the ginger Pele yeah we've got we got Collins love it love it I don't think that man gets the respect he deserves um goes about his business you know tough tackler and, and you know what? He's got great technique. I've seen him hit diagonal balls and, you know, they'd fall on a sixpence. Mm. And I, I just think that he hasn't been praised enough, to be quite honest with you. Mm. I remember playing against him 
Uh, I was playing for Grays Athletic in the conference. And we had Zola bought us side down when we played against West Ham at the old wreck. And I remember going to close him down. And as I'm going to close him down, I thought, I've got him here, like that. It was like sort of slow motion. And he's, he's pinged this 70-yard cross in behind our fullback. And I looked around and I thought, oh, okay. Because I thought, I haven't really seen much of him. Yeah. And I thought, well, okay. And then after about his eighth diag, I thought, yeah, he's decent. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I agree. I mean, I mean, he's a he's been a great he's been a great servant to the club. You know, two two sets of spells at, at Upton Park, or West Ham, and the like, Upton Park at London yeah. Stadium, and um, and obviously, famously, he came with with Danny Gabbard on, didn't they, together um, yeah. as a package? And and it was always believed that the package was because they wanted James Collins um, and, and Danny Gabadon was, was, was good, but it was Collins was the one they wanted to, uh, to sort of. Fantastic player. I mean, he does deserve more praise. He really has been a fantastic player for the club and solid, you know, him and Rio at the back would have been nice to watch because Rio would have had to get involved with any of the nasty stuff. He could have just done whatever he'd done. Yeah. And um, he, he would have cleared anything up Rio missed, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think you're going to get much change out of, uh, you know, if you were a right winger out of, out of Julian Dix and, and say James Collins, if you played him on the left, left side of those two, that's for sure. And then when he got through, they got Ludo bearing down at them. Right, cool. So we've got Ludo, we've got Dixie, Collins, Rio, and we've got Glenn Johnson. Let's go to midfield then, Berta. Here we got a left wing. We've got super Trevor Sinclair. Um... He, he was also, I was lucky enough to clean his boots as well. Um, great, great person. You know, he, he was powerful because he was, he was only about five foot eight, five mm. foot nine. So he was small, but he was, he was stocky. He was a, a solid athlete. And, and boy, could he finish. You know, you wouldn't want him running. At that. Um, he, he was an intelligent player, lovely technique. I mean, if you didn't have all them sort of things, you wouldn't have played for England. So... Mm. No, Tre- Trevor was superb. Yeah, and you've played him on the left, which is where he played for England on the left, if I remember, during the World Cup. Yeah, he did, yeah. 2002 World Cup, wasn't it? Mm. He took... He yeah, 2002 kept, World Cup. He kept sort of... He kept yeah, he got great. in the team and, and, and got in the team. As, I think it was the quarterfinals, isn't it, they got to? Yeah. So... They had... Was that Har- was Yeah, and Hargreaves was out, and I think... I think he was ahead of, ahead of Joe, I think, because Joe was sort of left wing. He was at Chelsea. You know, so, yeah, I mean, he did, you know, he's, he, he, and he stayed there for a long time. And, um, and you know, until, until Dex, really, it was the last, it's the last time before Declan, really, that there's been a consistent, I think he played like 12, 13 games for England in that period. So, yeah. yeah. Right, cool. Yeah, no, smashing lad as well. Lovely gentleman he is. Yeah, he does come and he still comes across, you know, everywhere he's been, whether it's City, whether it's QPR, West Ham, he's still really revered in terms of, you can see just his interaction on Twitter with his, with, with his followers and stuff. So, yeah, yeah lovely guy. Right, who are we going to get on the right wing opposite? Who's going to compliment Sinclair on the left and who's going on the right wing? See, I was, I was a little bit stuck here because I wanted to get Ivo Berkovic in my team. But I've gone for the other one. I've gone, I've gone for Yossi Benio. Nice. So, I think he's a little bit more mobile than what Ayo was. Mm. Um, didn't really want to stick Ayo out on the right. Um, but, you know, Yossi was quick. 
he could see the pass like Kyle Berkovich, he could see lovely passes, um, and he could chip in the goals too. So that, that's my choice there. And you're right, and I think actually Yoshi Yoshi played more more on the right wing anyway. You know, as a as a right, he was more he drifted more out to the right. He said Berkovich wasn't particularly mobile, <laughs> so sort of sit in that middle and just let ping little little through balls to Hartson and Kitson. That was what he was I doing. Mean, he could, he could, some of the passes he did, you know, he done every all the simple stuff perfect, mm. but even the hard stuff where players made mistakes on that final third pass, he was amazing. He really was yeah. amazing, but let's not take this shine off of Yossi. No, no, Yossi's in, Yossi's in, yeah, Yossi's in. Uh, and I think it's the first time his name's come up, like, properly. You know, people said, do I go for Berkovich or Ben Ayun? But in this formation, he would do the job on the right side. So, OK, we put Yossi on the right. Yeah, all right. Now, who are we going to go for the, the two in the middle, then? Who's going to compliment those two wingers? Super Frankie Lampard. He's in the middle. Um... You know, another one I was lucky to brush shoulders with. Uh, we, we've stayed in contact even after all these years. I mean, he got me tickets for the Chelsea-West Ham game um, this season when we beat him 1-0. Um, so I'm still in contact with him. Uh, I went to see him play at Manchester City as well. I mean, again, my recollection of him, what, what a model pro. You know, he's the perfect pro. And, and he was talented. He was, you know, strong, quick. I mean, what you've got to remember is he, he was very young when he broke into the first team. Um, and, and he had all the weight on his shoulders with his dad and stuff like that. But he, he works and earned it himself. I, I see him do it, you know, and training with him and stuff like that. And he was fantastic. And he was a big lad. Mm. And he was strong. And I've never seen a hard worker like that. And what a career he went on and had. So, yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, him and, and Glenn Johnson and Rio. You know, there's, you know, it's almost, and that's what's quite nice about this this sort of series is, you know, people think outside probably, you know, people still associate not necessarily from West Ham's perspective, but from the outsiders will be Lampard was Chelsea, a Chelsea boy, but actually it was West Ham that the, made him. It was West Ham homegrown, but we, we're coming back to the selling situation again, you know. He's played for West Ham, he's done us a good service and he was only ever going to go up. You know, I mean, I don't, I mean, when he was with West Ham, he gave everything to West Ham. Mm. And I think the stick that he gets, it's a little bit unfair, you know, um, because like anyone in life, if you're in a normal job and, and, and you're too talented for the job that you're in, you want to better yourself. You want to, you know, you want to have a good career. You want to have the best you can. You know, and, and I think that was a decision that had to be made. And, and it, it weren't just on Frank's part, it was on the club's part. It weren't the money. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I, and I think I think you're right, definitely. And I think there's, you know, and it's... it's but then obviously it, it's funny. I think I think it was, I think it was interviewing Leon or something like that we were talking about. You know, when, when, when JT, when John Terry came back for Mark Noble's testimony, he got a clap because he was in a West Ham shirt. And, you know, it's... it's you know, he thinks. I mean, John, John was sort of a schoolboy for a little yeah, while. Exactly. He wasn't. Yeah. You when know, he, I mean, but he's, he's a loved character. You know, he'd done a good service for England, didn't he? So. Exactly. He's, he's, but when he's but when he was in a Chelsea shirt, he was he, he was he was booed out of out of Upton Park. But you know, he comes back in a West Ham shirt, and he's and he's, he's, he's there's a little ripple of cheers. You know, and it's like anything's possible nowadays, yeah, yeah, apart yeah. from. 
apart from Paul Ince, I think anything's possible. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know, football is fickle, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, um, it's that sort of game. One, you could be flavouring a month, and then you know, put a foot wrong. Everyone's human, and and you're this and you're that. You know, anything against the club. You know, I mean, we're going back to the Lampards. What a lovely family, lovely, lovely family. So, all right, Frank's in. Frank Junior's in. Uh, we'll put Junior just because there'll be some older fans here and they'll just make sure. Uh, so we'll put yeah. Frank Junior in. Who is partnering um, Lamps in the middle then, Bertie? There's only one player really, isn't there? Super Jonathan. Joey Cole. Oh, I was going to you to say Jonathan Spector, but yeah, we'll put Joe Cole in. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Super, super Joey Cole. Um, lucky enough to know him for many years, you know, coming through schoolboys together through to the youth, youth ranks and winning the uh, FA Youth Cup final with him and stuff like that. Um, but even since the age of sort of 13, people was like, wow, look at what you can do with a ball. And luckily enough, he, he was in my age group. We had, we had a special age group, to be fair. Um, a lot of talented players. All of us, all of us was talented. Um, I mean, we used to do, you, you get five or six players running over at Joe in training. And it'd look like something out of a cartoon. It'd be in the middle. All these players would go bash like that. And then Joe walk out with a ball. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But, you know, two great feet. He, he could do anything with the ball. But he was such an intelligent, good player. You know, and he's, he's had a fantastic career. Yeah. Lovely family. Lovely guy, you know. That's the thing that, you know, again, comes across a lot of people talking about. Um, how how much of a nice guy, and he come and then he's. I think a lot of people have seen that now more. He's doing more punditry on BT Sport and stuff. He's coming yeah. across as such a level-headed guy. Great work, working for the NHS as well, mm. raising lots of money in this time. So, you know, he puts a lot of time and effort into charities. Um, he's got art of gold. He has got art of gold. Well, I'll tell you what, that is that is a pretty tasty midfield. Would definitely still do a job. <laughs> I think it would. It's not a bad midfield. Right, so who's going to be our two up front, Bertie? Who's going to be banging these goals in for this Dream 11? Are you still there, yeah? Yeah, we're still. A bit there. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, so, between both of these lads' books, I'll go with my... Was, was super Johnny Artson. Hello. Hello, I can hear you, Bertie. We've got Johnny Artson. still there? Yeah, we're still here. Yeah, so super Johnny Artson. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to look. His games to goal ratio. Mm. So, 60 appearances and 24 goals. Wow. That's quite amazing, right? Yeah, there's not many that are better than that. Not many that are better than that. You then? Yeah, yeah, so, we're, yeah, I'm still there, Bertie. Big, strong striker, you know. Um, <clears throat> I remember him saying to me one day, you know, before we was at the main stadium, and I, I can't remember who they was playing against, but I've gone to pick my tickets up from the ticket ticket office at the front, and, and he was in the back getting some tickets for family or whatever, and he said, hey, Bert, like that, you know, in his Welsh voice, they ain't, they ain't the best, but... I went, how you doing? He went, he went I'm going to score today. I went, okay. He went, and I'm going to point up to you in the West Stand. And uh, 
it did it. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was like, you know, he's a big, big, big man and he, he had lovely technique and he was strong, held the ball up well and boy, could he finish, you know. And uh, I'll never forget that because I remember thinking, right, yeah, all right, no worries. Like, I, and, and I'm in the West End and he scored at that end at the North Bank at, at Trevor Brooklyn. And um, he's gone like that. He's pointing out, and I'm thinking that's for me, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, he done exactly what he said, and and his, his stats speak for itself, you know. Yeah. It's just a shame we couldn't have had a bit more of him, you know. Unfortunately, that's and in your team, that's pretty much apart from a couple. That's that's pretty much the same story for most of them at the moment, you know. Um, and yeah. that, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, um, who are we going to partner up front with, with Johnny then, Bertie? Paolo Di Canio. Now, I've got a bone to pick with Paolo, to be quite honest with you. So, as, as, as a youth team player and a boot boy, you used to get maybe a gift at Christmas from, from your, whoever's boots you're doing. And uh, so, I had Paolo and I'm thinking, well, I could be quids in here. Like, obviously, one of the top earners, here we go. Like, I've had a right touch. And um, so, anyway, he's, he's, he's come here, come here like that. He took, he took me into the car park at Chablis. And um, as, as we're going into the car park, he's gone, come come to my car. Like, I've gone to his car and he's, he's pulled out a pair of yellow Pantafola Dioro boots, what he used to wear. And um, brand brand new. And the only problem was they was two sizes too small and they had no laces. <laughs> so there's me thinking, we are. I'm, I'm quitting. He's going to give me a little uh, treat, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, no, I've got a pair of boots that are two sizes too small that I couldn't do up. So I've still, I've still got them now. <laughs> and that, and but but to be honest, Bertie, that that was just that's just Paolo, isn't it? That's just a typical. You could you could yeah. so imagine him doing that anyway. But yeah, what what a great yeah. player. I mean, he he was fantastic, and I got to train with him as well. And and I, I actually got to play in a pre-season first team friendly with him. And, and go on and being up front with him. Um, I think there's a way to someone like Haybridge Swifts. And uh, I've gone up front and he's twisting, he's turning, you know, he's chopped people for fun. And I'm standing there for an open goal sort of thing. And, and he's, he's hit it wide. And I'm like, I didn't know what to sell. Anyone else had gone mad. And I was like, oh, never mind, sort of thing. And <laughs> I just jogged back and I'm thinking, yeah, I could have squared me there. I'd have been in the Sun newspapers. And I scored. Oh, God. But again... But no, fan- fantastic. Yeah, again, it's Paolo. Yeah, I mean, going back to John Artson, which I've left out, it's one of my bullet points. Um, so, at Chabu Leaf, you had like, um, you had the car park with a wooden fence and you had like a little six-a-side pitch behind it. So, I was with the youth team then and, and Frank Lampard shouting out, I want two players, can you send Bertie and Joe over? So, we've, we've gone over to, and we're kicking about, I've gone once on one team, Joe's gone on the other team, like, everything's normal, sort of thing, the game starts and I think you know where I'm going with it. It, it was the, um, you know, so my first ever taste of training with the first team was sort of, it was the Hearts and Berkovich incident. So we're, we're, we're training. I'm, I'm buzzing, thinking, like, I, I felt a bit nervous, to be fair. I, 
you know, I was, I was an outgoing lad. I weren't scared of much. I had a bit of front, but, you know, it was the first ever session and I was thinking, well, well you know, actually in this session. And um, all of a sudden that's happened. And um, sort of, I think Artson's caught aisle and he's gone down and, and John's just put his hand in to say sorry and he sort of waxed John in the, in, in the around near the uh, cashews <laughs> and um, he just sort of kicked out. You know, any, anyone would have. I mean, John was saying sorry and uh, he's whacked him in the cashews and sort of he's laughing at him. And yeah. I remember Harry saying, get the kids in, get the kids in, uh, you know, meaning me and Joe and sort and it was it was crazy that was uh so that was another John Artson moment I was actually there wow you were there that's impressive yeah it's crazy right so we've got Ludo in goal we've got Dixie Collins Rio Johnson and defense we've got Trev Joe Frank Lampard Jr and Yoshi Benayin on the right and we've got Hartson and PDC up front Tell you what, that is tasty. That is tasty. To be fair, it's, it's got a lot of flair with, you know, we can mix it. If you want a row, we, we can go physical. So I think that'd be quite a hard team to beat. I think so. And you've got the pace of Trev, you've got the, you've got the quickness of Joe, long shots of Frank, you've got Yoshi dinking in, Paolo dinking in, you know, Hartson, target man up front. And as you said, Julian. Can you tell to... one guy that can't score a goal in that team other than Ludo? No. And he could probably do it from a, a goal kick. <laughs> the goal kick, yeah, take it, take it to the, the goalkeepers. Bertie, <laughs> it has been absolutely fantastic chatting to you. I really appreciate you taking the time. I think, I think you know, as I said, there's, it, 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 we're getting all these different stories and all these different anecdotes from, from different fans. But to come from a, from a, from a player's perspective, it, it's, it's something that's different and, and something which we haven't got on the channel yet. So I really appreciate and you taking yeah, the time. There's so many. I mean, even you obviously know Peter's story. Um, so we, we, we was away. I think we played York in one of the rounds of the FA Youth Cup. And we stayed in a hotel right next to the York golf course. And uh, I, was, I was a cheeky chap anyway. And, um, so we stayed at this hotel and there was a couple of mates, like those young ladies sort of doing the, the bedrooms, this, that, and the other. And I, I, I flirting, joking about with one of them. And uh, I sort of picked her up. So she was in my arms, like mucking about. And I looked to the right. And Peter Story was standing there, <laughs> and I just dropped her. <laughs> I just just decided done nothing. <laughs> I was sort of having a bit of banter, but you know, you know, like sort of. So there was the corridor, the lobby, and there was a door that you could sort of open. Yeah. And as I've gone like that, and I've got me, I was, I've looked round. He's at the door and seen the glass window. I just went Pum, like that. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the more times, anyway. Brilliant. Oh, Bertie, thank you so, so much. Um, and thank yeah. you to everyone who's been who's been listening and watching. Hope you, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, share the, share the episode and tell your friends. And um, we'll, we'll see you again for the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.